0: Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I know, wig. I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. All right, there we go.
1: All right, well. I am ready for my syrup? wig yeah. to go flying. Oh, my God. Um, hi, kids. It's the middle of October, um, reportedly. Um, when this is, is coming, coming out yes um
0: uh, before we start I think we need to t- just talk about the glam <laughs> oh
1: yeah we should I didn't put
0: that down but like we really need to talk about it
1: yeah well um before that um hi I'm um, Martina. yeah
0: I'm <laughs> C temper
1: and this is yeah. um welcome welcome kids sorry um, we're a mess already yeah it's it's been a busy a month and it's been like what we're recording this like three days in. three
0: days in
1: four days in on October
0: um, 3rd, they asked me what to do. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, happy Boyfriend Day or whatever. Caitlin. Oh, yeah. What the
0: hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Gross. Um. Um,
1: so, GLAMS, uh, you should talk about it. Um.
0: Okay. If you are in the New York City nightlife arena and can vote to nominate people, our category is always for public vote, but the nomination po- process is only for people working in New York. Yeah. Okay. If you have a code, please consider us. If you're yeah. listening to us, I'm assuming you like us. So please vote us in. We don't really care about winning. We just want to be nominated every year. So yeah. let's um, get this three year streak going. We want to lose to Monet Exchange again.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, and also this year, I am running for Dora Goddess. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you feel so inclined to um, nominate me, that would be great. Um,
0: also, also um, we have to shout out, um, we're a part of we're part of the work family so we also want chiffon Dior for best nightlife writer strawberry fields for best vocalist and the strawberry social for best drag brunch and jim Silvestri for best nightlife writer as well because he is now part of the work family as well that's it okay
1: beautiful psa done (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. um well back to our regularly scheduled programming (laughs) um caitlin who are we doing today what are we doing who are we talking to
0: we have gone international, but it's, a, it's been a really long time. We were talking about it before like this episode started recording. We haven't had an international guest, or even like a national guest, really, in a long time. We've been very New York-focused, but that's about to change. I found her at my store at Isley.
1: <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's
0: Miss Icy Moon.
2: Hi, guys. <laughs> What's up?
1: Welcome, yeah. welcome. Um, nice to we we should preface that um, <laughs> I don't know how ex- how many hours exactly you are um, ahead of us, but seven, seven, yeah. So yeah. it is currently like one, one
0: thirty in the morning,
1: one almost two. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us um, on our little nice. little show. Uh, we really appreciate it. But yeah, let's get into it.
2: Okay. Yeah, right? I just want to say I appreciate you like bringing me here. Of so course,
1: <laughs>
0: we like learning about drag from. Places that are in New York,
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> we <really> do. <laughs> so. And I like talking about myself, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're
0: here for it. We're here for it. Um, so this is a question I ask a lot of people, but this could be a different answer from what we usually get. Where are you from, originally?
2: So I was born and raised, and I still live in Tel Aviv, Israel, mm-hmm. um, which is like one of the most like known cities. You. Hear about when we talk about Israel? It's very much like nightlife based, very much fun. It's very progressive too, and it's pretty known for also having one of the best pride parades ever.
0: I didn't know that. <laughs> you know,
1: I vaguely had an understanding of that actually. Um, I saw a bunch of documentaries like a couple years ago, and it was all about the um, Tel Aviv like pride celebrations. Um, and specifically in that country yeah it was weird anyways tangent over <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so growing up how did you get into draft mm-hmm.
2: so I was actually only exposed to it by like the beginning of high school mm-hmm. um I was like browsing through the internet and I was like finding some at the time I called them like weird videos of like those glamorous women who were, like, not the woman that I knew of. Like, it was specifically Nona Shaland who is, like, a very... She's, like, an amazing Israeli drag queen. She's, like, very much fashion-based, and she did, like, a few videos with, like, some fashion brands, some, like, fashion designers. And when I saw it at first, I was, like, what the F is that? But I was, like, so intrigued. I was, like, scared, but at the same time, I was, like, I cannot stop watching this. It's so awesome. And... Like slowly but surely, I was exposed to Drag Race, of course, which is like one of the main medias to like be exposed to drag by. Um, And I remember the first season I watched was season eight because it was just airing. And I just felt like I actually like could identify with most of the people on the show. And I was like, these are like my type of people, like, you know, so so it was like love at first sight, you could say.
0: (laughs) Who was your favorite on that season?
2: On eight, either Kimchi or Bob.
0: Good choices.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you started drag at sixteen in high school. What?
2: (laughs) Well, I kind of lied there, but it wasn't like actually like starting doing drag. It was doing like drag in my bedroom. Okay, bedroom drag. Yeah, bedroom drag. I used to have like at the time um, my own like bathroom too, and like my own flat in the house and I would just lock myself in the bathroom with like my kit of stolen makeup that I took from my mom's like Halloween porn um kit and I would just paint my face take a few photos and immediately take it off and go to dinner like nothing happened and I was just like so intrigued by the way that I could change my face and alter myself through like makeup and through like character design and Slowly, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna start like sewing some uh, things for myself because I, I'm sewing since the age of four. And like, oh, wow. this was like, yeah. So it was like a natural progression to like start making actual outfits. um Which, am I allowed to curse on this? Of course, if oh, you're yeah. explicit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the first ones were like shit. But, <laughs> um, but there were, you know, skirts and dresses that I never wore before, except for like costumes. And I was like, "Well, that actually like is pretty nice." And I was like dancing to myself, and I was like, "This is very fun." So I started searching actual shows in Tel Aviv that were for like beginners. And at the time, there was this one line of shows that was called Chromosome, and it was all for like beginners, for first timers. And that was my first show, like at eighteen. So I did Bedroom Drag for like two years before that.
0: Um so how did you decide on your name
2: oh this is like a weird one because everyone asked me is there anything like that stands behind it is it yeah. like a meaningful thing and I'm like no I really liked uh Winx Club when I was a oh.
0: kid oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and when I started like doing the bedroom jack that I used to do what my best friend she uh, used to do drag too, like as a hyper feminine queen, mm-hmm. and she used to be called uh, Lucas Sun. And I was like, oh, if she's the sun, then I'm gonna be the moon, and that's how I got to it. But it's, it's a pretty silly name. Um, I I was like, should I change it? Should I not? And it's just stuck to me so far. So I like, I'm like it. Thank you. <laughs> I like it too. And apparently, I found out it's also a term like astronomy. Like, an icy moon is a moon of a star that is mainly made of ice.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gives so, me Sailor Moon
2: vibes. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of my options for a name was Taylor Moon. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That, I, that
1: sounds like a, a that sounds like a pop star name. Taylor yeah, moon. no, it does. I'm like, into I know. That. <laughs> I'm into it.
2: But I was like, I feel obliged that if that would be my name to only do Taylor Swift songs. That's true. You'd be screwed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and
2: in a Sailor Moon outfit. Yeah. Yes, oh my god. Honestly, <laughs> I would pay good money
0: for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our viewers probably know American drag a little bit more. What is drag in Israel like?
2: So I think that drag in Israel throughout like the past five or six years has been very influenced by American drag obviously like I think all over the world we have like the again the drag race influence um but it still like remains uh very true to what it was which is very based in performance like I don't know in Israel when I was in New York it was like oh what should I do because in Israel we do not tip the queens like we do not have um change that is like in paper form like oh it's in like
0: um yeah. coins
2: it's coins yeah, and it's like yeah you cannot throw metal coins no <laughs> no so i was like oh so how much should i bring how much this and in israel because you cannot like really leave the stage unless you're like doing some interaction with the audience um it's really focused on like doing the performance and like making a story out of it and we don't have like time to burn like going collecting tips so it's like all about what it looks like from the audience to the stage um usually we do not have like one outfit per show like it's like between every single thing you feel the need to switch up um also because we usually have like bigger lineups because we don't have as many shows as there are in new york i wish there was like i wish there was a show like each and every night we have maybe two a week or like one a week that's crazy yeah what yes there's only like i i think like two or three weekly shows in the entire state of israel wow
0: that's weird because i know it's israel's pretty progressive like as far as like i'm sure there's like a good gay population over there who want it
2: there is there's like a huge queer population that is like very into drag and the drag community is like very um evolved mostly like in the past few years um but it's still not something that people can do and like actually make a living out of so most people still do like half time and still have Mm. day jobs Mm. so it's very hard to like make the scene more um like daily you know
0: gotta change this
2: (laughs) i know right (laughs) like we have to i was in new york for like a month and i was like damn like there's shows all the time. This is heaven. Like,
0: yeah, oof. you could be this. do drag full time here. No problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Easy. Most girls do. Uh, I good. mean,
0: I mean, not most, but a lot do. A lot do. Yeah. A lot do. My coworker just quit their job
2: at Isley to do drag full time. So it's just like <laughs> normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, did you tell Marty right how like we found out that I do drag and you do this podcast? <laughs> it was, it's, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
0: I, I kind of remember because I deal with a lot of people at my job. I sell jewelry, mainly like drag focused jewelry, but I still tell everybody. But, um, so you knew about our brand and you were like explaining it in Hebrew, I guess, to your friends who are with you. And I was like, oh, you know who we are. And then, like, I don't know, we figured out that you did drag. And I was yeah, like, I was oh, like mm-hmm. yeah
2: I, I know you from drag and you're like oh cool yeah sure yeah
0: <laughs> no I'm like oh a drag queen no wonder and then I'm like all right we gotta hook you up
2: get you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I got those awesome like ear cuffs that I still walk around with all the time yes
0: did you get two
2: I got two yeah okay
0: perfect Earcuffs yeah. it, it's so funny because with Isley like if anyone does drag earcuffs is like for the drag queens like the starter pack like that's what you start with and then you get everything. because they're so
2: beautiful
1: they're <laughs> <laughs> cute I have a pair
0: everyone has it
1: a- <laughs> yeah they're cute
0: <laughs> yeah so it, that was such a funny thing and then like I found out more about you and now you're here
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: uh, again I'm so happy to be doing this this is yeah. like incredible well, I fell I- in love with like the New York drag and like the entire scene around it so like my dream is to move to New York at some point and live there. Um, just need to figure out the like entire visa
0: mm. thing. I watched so much 90 Day Fiance. I feel like I could fill your visa out for you. Like,
1: <laughs> I just that's watch a so reflection. much. That's a good reflection, kids. 90 Day. <laughs>
0: no, honestly, they go. They don't really go too in depth with the visa process, but it's very complicated and
2: crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. We're
0: gonna get
2: you here let's do it i already filled one visa for like my summer job there but
0: (laughs) that's good good. i mean a work visa is the easiest one to get i don't know if like hell's kitchen is giving out drag queen work visas lately (laughs) but (laughs) we can find out i'm sure
1: i'm sure we can find a way (laughs) there should be a drag queen visa
0: there should be let's make that happen u.s government Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so you've done um Wigstock Israel, what is
2: that? Because <laughs> so, I know what
0: Wigstock is.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, Israel sort of like adopted the idea of Wigstock in a way of like celebrating like um, the like Pride Month in a way mm-hmm. um, by making like a huge festival with a huge drag show and there's like free blood testing for STDs and STIs, um, and it's all like uh, it used to be in like some park and then they moved it to like. Uh, near the beach um it's like a very big event um and the year that I did it it was transferred by like the people that had the rights for it they transferred it to an actual like drag um owned uh line of shows and they were like oh so you want to take this opportunity and give the stage to some like beginner queens and I was like I think one year after like starting doing like shows and my first show was in that line and they were like so do you want to come over and like do a number and I was like are you serious this is like crazy because it's like a very big event there's like press there and everything and I was still like not completely out about my drag too um yeah but me and my best friend who at the time still did drag the one I told you about we were like let's do it together let's do like a duet number and I remember that being like one of my first numbers that I was actually like fully happy about. And like, like you know how it is when you do a number you usually like critique yourself right after and you're like, oh, I could have done it better. But that one I was so like in love with from the moment we started walking it and after we got off the stage. And I'm so proud of that achievement because I feel like, you know, it was for a good cause. It was like voluntarily mostly. And it was for like, promotion of uh hiv um like education and like being more aware of it so i was very happy about it
0: my question is did lady bunny pop up out of nowhere
2: (laughs) i I don't know if she's ever been
0: there We don't have lady bunny but we have (laughs) a few other people because people like lady bunny (laughs) for some reason (laughs) (laughs) one lady bunny is enough let's (laughs) we can't wait to lose to her again this year Yeah, (laughs) technically next year
1: oh my god (laughs)
0: um are there any drag performers who have influenced your drag
2: um I think that um I mentioned kimchi before like I always got drawn to the queens who are like aesthetic based but also brought like the aesthetics to their um like drag personality and like being um her being like more of a anime uh inspired drag queen and doing like a very cutesy character from time to time but still like being shady I like related to that she's (laughs) Um, so shady shade she she (laughs) is and I love that like I I really I talk shit um (laughs) good as one should um yeah and I usually try to hide it by, by being like very like oh yeah, I love everyone. And I do, but I also love making fun of everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a part of it, you know? Of course. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um. So how would you describe your drag performance style for someone who's never seen you perform?
2: So I'm not like a trained dancer, but I can wiggle my body in a way. <laughs> um, and I usually really like to tell a story with my performances. I would say I'm more... I am okay, I'm not trained in anything of that. I'm more of like a visual artist in my training, but um, I would say that my drag performance aesthetic is more of like an act, like I'm more of acting instead of like dancing. So I want to tell a story or whether it is with my facial expression, with my body, with like uh, my props, my outfit, um, it all combines into telling story. So when I compose a number, I usually think of, what the story is like i make a character for each different number and yeah that's what i focused about
0: what types of songs have
2: you used what what
0: what type of songs have you used to perform
2: oh uh lots of like britney and gaga but <laughs>
0: I, it's just because...
2: universal it's just universal yeah. <laughs> you cannot not do it um <laughs> I mean, I am, like, a big Gaga fan, like, I'm a little monster. Um, I'll forever will be. Um, And I also, like, you know, just find specific songs that are not, like, specific artists um, that speak to me. Usually it is from, like, the pop genre, um, just because I like to have, like, a beat to dance to when I do it. Um, But, yeah, I'm not going to, like, knock any song or music genre before i try it
0: so i have a question i'm going a little off topic but it's on the same topic um do they do straight up songs in israel or do they do mixes where they like cut things up
2: so the classic way to do it in israel is just like a full song yeah people like mm-hmm. being lazy not editing it but um uh i started seeing more and more people doing mixes i do like a few i think um it's usually like two songs and you just put them one after the other yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah no that but-
0: together
2: mm-hmm. that's but there individual. are people yeah but there are people doing like sound effects and like editing it to be like a full-on like um mix of like five to six songs with a few like tiktok sounds or mm-hmm. vines inside it which i personally love because it brings so much comedy into it and it makes it so much like um, easier to follow the number without being like oh cool like it's still going on
0: yeah I figured you probably saw a lot of mixes in New York so I wondering yeah if it had helped went over there because the drag race itself still just does straight up songs because they're not paying for rights for anything
2: yeah <laughs> I mean when I was in New York I was so inspired by the drag that they do there because it's like it's three queens like I used to go a lot to um can I name drop? Yeah, can of course. I, I oh, yeah. Oh so mm-hmm. I used to go to H2 Ho all the time, um, every weekend. Um, hosted by uh, Laguna Boo, Castrata and Peaches. Um and it was so much fun. By the way, shout out to all those three. They were amazing to me and like gave me tips on where to buy stuff for drag and just being really nice overall. Um and just being like three queens standing on the stage not living for the entire night just performing 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 I I found it so admirable because it's like it's so hard to keep an audience entertained and to do it one number after the other no break no costume changes no nothing it's such a hard job and so I really like got highly inspired by it
0: yep we like them too here yeah. <laughs> Any of those girls can come on our show anytime
1: <laughs> <laughs> when they're not booked or blessed. Yeah,
0: I mean, they're especially Laguna. She she's on her own, like yeah, super yeah, special dimension.
2: Just left for uh, LA to do drag the musical.
0: Oh right, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. With Alaska, Alaska comes to New York a lot to do her shows too. But yeah, would, lives- I would actually go to that show if they brought it here. They might.
1: I could see that. Might. Three dollar bill is very popular. They should. So. they should. Um, I think we should take our first little break, Caitlin. Yep. And we'll be right back, kids. Wig, did you just say wig? Bye. 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 Wig, okay. I know, wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I am ready for my wig to go flying. And we're back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: you wanna do the first one? Yeah,
1: I was sorry, I was trying to get my questions open. Okay. Um Caitlin told me this earlier and I was kind of gagged. But um and I guess we kind of mentioned it. Um a little bit. You you performed in high school in drag at a graduation yes. party. Please mm-hmm. tell us the story. Please tell us.
2: <laughs> so I went to like a professional art school that had like theater art um, dance majors I was specifically in visual arts and we have like this tradition of every like at the end of every year to do like a huge graduation party for the seniors um, and all the teachers come there we like rent a huge club that is actually used for band performances and we just have a huge show of like laughing at the teacher is making fun of school and it's like very much fun but um the people that organized it they were like hey so you know how you do drag and i was like yeah do you want to do it and like the the party like the graduation party and i was like sure what should i do and they were like um so we saw a video of you like one of your performances can you do toxic by Britney Spears in a body suit in front of your teachers and I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was maybe one of the most awesome experiences in drag. I was just so, like, feeling so free um, in an environment that I was like, oh, my God, like, shit, my teachers are seeing me right now. And, like, the principal is here and he's going to be, like, freaked out because I'm wearing, like, a catsuit. Um, <laughs> and. It went so well, like, people, still to this day, when I see, like, people from school, they, like, remember that specifically from that night, and my history teacher, who was, like, I think 50 or 60 years at the time, she came up to me, and she was, like, we have to take a selfie, like, I'm your biggest friend right now, and I was, Aww. like, that was my biggest moment.
0: <laughs> Aw,
2: that's so sweet. Yeah, fuck talk. Yeah. My, my history teacher me in drag was the best. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like this will be on, like, the next season of, like, um Heartstopper or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I could say it. Um, so you've created and operated the most followed and longest running drag Instagram account for Israeli drag appreciation.
2: Yes. Explain. <laughs> uh, so it's called Israel Drag, like, I-S-R-A-D-R-A-G. Oh, my gosh, you're still spelling me um <laughs> but it was it like started off as a, as a thing that i was like doing just for fun because i was bored during like the summer in between school years okay and i was like there is no like instagram page appreciating drag i saw so many appreciate american drag and drag all over the world okay and i felt like hey we do things pretty pretty well over here let's let's give the love back so i started this um account and I was doing, like, some, just, like, you know, reposting pics, and mm-hmm. also I slowly started incorporating, like, doing um, show schedules and, like, um, advertising for other Queen's shows so that people know where to find them, and then we started doing some interviews with direct drag performers in Israel, and it grew and it grew, and now we're, like, it's, it's like, almost like an old community, like, people uh, who actually, like, Come to Israel just to visit will like DM us and be like, hey, so when's the next show and where can I see Israel Drag in the next few days? And I just feel so happy about it because it did like bring a lot of attention to newer drag performers and to the fact that the israeli Jackson is not just like what you see on like TV when they bring like the um the token drag queen to to do like a talk show or something oh do they do that there they do that way too much
0: yeah they do that all over the world too
2: (laughs) yeah i mean we love the fact that people get the stage but um we want more yeah we want more
0: i'm looking at it now this page is cool (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> yeah I- so i will also give a shout out to my friend lynn who uh, is also known as rebel she is um she just joined me to the page a few months ago and she's the one uh who is responsible for uh putting all the links to the show tickets um and she's doing this fabulously and really like filled uh, in for my part when i was in new york
0: mm. so shout out to her i love it this is so
2: cool. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Well, from serving your community to serving your country. I don't know. You did drag while doing time in the army. <laughs> yes, tomorrow. this is a very
2: um, loaded gun topic. Um, I know. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but yeah. So in Israel, it is mandatory to serve a minimum time of two years and eight months for guys and two years for girls in the army um, I served in the Navy and I always knew that I was like gonna do it um, and I was actually like pretty happy about it like I'm a third generation Navy um, veteran um, my dad was in the Navy and his dad was in the Navy so I felt like a deep connection to it um, but yeah doing drag like while still being in the army was pretty a tough and be funny, because you get to meet in the army uh, people from all over Israel. Like they're not just from Tel Aviv, you know, which is like this sort of, sort of like social bubble. Like you're used to be, people being so uh, liberal and very accepting, and then like you meet people from uh, all around who may have never even met like a gay person, not to mention a drag queen, um, and like one of my best friends from the army she's actually like a very religious jewish girl she has met maybe one gay person before she met me and she was like so wait you you like you you kiss boys and i was like yep it, it's it's <laughs> a part of the game
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god um but it was like so weird because i, I would like go out home to like for like the weekend because I, I would sleep in the base obviously um I would go out for the weekend and I have a show and then I come back and my commander was like so how was your weekend and I was like um great I performed and she was like oh show me <laughs> and, and then when I showed it to her she was like this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen <laughs> I need <do laughs> to see it more often <laughs> and I had by the time that I finished my army service, I had both of my uh, officers come to one of my shows. Oh, wow! It was very fun and so wholesome.
1: Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I don't. S- I can't see that happening in America.
2: <laughs> this would never happen in America at any point.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, as as a no, com- coming th- from a military family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though the military
0: used to be really gay. I watched a whole documentary about it in America.
1: (laughs) I mean, they tried (laughs) to find that Dorothy because they heard she had so many friends. Do you know about about that? Yeah. Yeah. Not wrong.
0: Um, Okay. (laughs) So you're part of a costume design for designer collective called Yeah Studio.
2: Yeah. So we actually formed this like collective only I think a year ago or so so it's me uh, and three of my friends whose names are Idan, Adam and Danielle. Danielle is also a drag queen called Tequila Coster. I really recommend following her. She is amazing. Um, she is like my sister in drag too and so we started it because we're all like very design inclined and coming from the world of like doing costumes sewing making props and it was just like a natural progression of our friendship and over like our connection to actually start producing um outfits and costumes together um we mainly do drag outfits but we also work with like circus performers and dancers and burlesque performers um we also like i'm i'm mostly um responsible for the social media aspect of it um but we we had like a few days ago not a few days oh my gosh my mind is like erased I'm sorry (laughs) it was two weeks ago now okay um we had our first like fashion show um yeah that was so exciting and also so tiring I went to the studio at 8 a.m each morning and went back home at like 2 a.m oh
0: my goodness so I
2: barely had sleep I was just sewing blindly, like passing fabrics through the machine. But it turned out so well. I'm so, so proud of us, really.
0: Yeah. What's one of the, one of your favorite um, costumes that you've made?
2: So that one specifically, I was not actually a part of making, but I was Mm -hmm. like a part of, um, you know, encouraging it. Yeah. (laughs) But um, we made for tequila. She competed on the the. Biggest drag competition in Israel. Um, and she won. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we made her like an entrance look for the competition for when like she comes into the venue. It was like a huge Valkyrie moment like from northern Nordic mythology. Uh, she had huge wings made of foam and like white and gold and a uh, huge breastplate and a helmet with also metallic wings on it. It was just so... Grand and dramatic as an entrance, and everyone were like, "She's gonna win! She's gonna win this time!" and and she did. Nice. Hey, that's how
1: yeah. you do it, diva.
2: <laughs> yeah, just bring the wings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, you know about that, Martyr
1: I do. I do.
2: <laughs> we love a set of wings.
1: <laughs> they always they always gag the crowd, so I'm always here. Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
2: I did wings by little mix with like blue wings <laughs> and a and a red headed wig and I was like Bloom from <laughs> from Wings <slabs.
1: laughs>
2: again <laughs> with the Wings Club <laughs> and they like hated they were like yes this is my childhood on the stage and I was like oh damn awesome <laughs> <laughs> <I love> you.
0: <laughs> so you also did something really exciting like a week ago I did. you yeah. opened for Miss Raja Gemini.
2: I did. What was that um, like? So mm-hmm. That was incredible. That was actually like the fashion show of our studio that I talked about. Okay. So because Raj is like known to be like a fashion queen, they wanted to do fashion um, inclined numbers as the opening act. So they had our studio do a fashion show, which we did um, mostly fetish wear in combination with like drag queen outfits that we had. Um, and then we had another opening act that I was also a part of as a model, not as a part of like the collective of a designer called Kaylong from Israel, who's is also like a fabulous drag queen. You could say she's the Israeli RuPaul. Like she's oh. eight feet tall probably, and like huge blonde hair, and she's like gorgeous. And mm-hmm. she, she did a fashion show too, and I got to like performing both. So. I used to spend, like, I spent, like, a lot, a lot of time backstage there. And when I got to meet Raja, I was, like, oh, I was out of it. Because I was a fan of her even before I knew what drag was. I was a fan of her when she was doing uh, America's Next Up Model. Me, too. Model. <laughs> yes. I knew her as Sutan. Like, yeah, me, too. And I, oh, my gosh, now that I remember it, my first uh time being exposed to drag she did drag on the show
0: she did um,
2: she met the models like in drag
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so apparently she was my first introduction to it but uh i got to talk to her a little bit and a she is like the nicest person she ever is. she is she's is, like so sweet and so chill um and then when i started talking to her about like me loving her so much I started crying and Aww. I was in full makeup. <laughs> she just held my hand and was like, don't, you're ruining your lashes. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like yeah, I know, but you're worth it. And
0: Aww.
2: it was really so much fun meeting her. Like I, ever since I started performing, I got to meet so many queens uh, from like Drag Race from the show that visited Israel. And they were so incredible, so inspirational. Uh, it was amazing
0: yeah that goes straight into our next topic you met the girls from drag race who have you met
2: (laughs) okay so it's a small list i think Mm -hmm. for um especially if you compare it to someone who is from the u.s but i've met raja obviously i've met peppermint and alexis michelle who by the way alexis still follows me so yay um (laughs) (laughs) uh Alexis, Peppermint, Raja, Bob, Monet, um, Trixie, um, Latrice Royale, and <laughs> I think Manila, too. I got to meet her, like, for a brief moment when she was in Israel, Um, and, yeah, so I met Britta Filter when I was in New
1: York.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what were the, those experiences like? Any favorite moment?
1: Who's the best and who's the worst? Go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who do you never want to come back to Israel?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> but um, I mean, nothing could replace the moment when I met Peppermint. Um, she was always like my fave. Like from the moment she entered season nine, I was like, "This is my fave to win." And I continue following her after the season ended and on Pose, too. And she's like, outside of her being a very talented performer and individual, she's also such uh, a good person. And you can see it without even meeting her before. She's just so, um, I don't know, she's so kind. And you can feel it through the screen. And when I met her, it was um, the year before... um, the competition that Tequila won um she came to be like the guest judge on the competition with Alexis and I was so excited to meet them so after the competition ended they went to like the after party and I was like okay let's go so I went for like three streets straight on high heels not in drag but like in in like heels and makeup yeah and I walked all those streets over there to the uh, venue. When I got to the venue, they just said, oh, you cannot get in here. It's like an 18 plus event. And I was 17 at the time. Oh, no. Yes. And I spent so much time like making these drawings for them, too. And I was so devastated. And I had school the day after it. So I just told to a friend of mine who was 18. um, I was like, "Okay, take those paintings, give it to them. I'm going to get a cab home. And I ordered myself a taxi and the moment it arrived, I put my hand on the door handle and she just ran out and she was like, don't go anywhere. Peppermint wants to see you. And Peppermint like walked out and was like running towards me with her hands spread open. and was like, come here, baby. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best moment of my life. I like literally fell on the floor sobbing and being like, I can't believe this is happening right now. And I looked shit. If you want, I can send you the photos later. I was just like smudged makeup from crying about not being able to go in. And I I was just so touched by this little gesture that she did of just like going out and saying hi to me. Um and we just had like a to talk of like 15 to 20 minutes of just talking about doing drag, being queer. Um and she was just so so nice and lovely and really give me some awesome words of encouragement that i really needed at the time so that was incredible
0: yay we love peppermint
1: peppermint (laughs) (laughs) on that note i think we should take our next little break and we'll do our usual little wrap-up and we'll hear some crazy stories in israel we'll be right back kids bye bye Bye.
0: (laughs) Okay. Feel that already? Wig, okay. Wig,
1: did you just say wig? Wig, okay. <laughs> I am ready for my wig. Oh, and we're back, kids. Our our chill session, our green room tea, our you know, hanging out after the after the gig tea in the dressing room. I th- I feel like this is our segment for that. It right, kind of, of. You're yeah, right. You're not yeah. wrong. Uh, we're just like you know getting we're just the kiki shooting shit yeah it's a kiki um uh, do you th- um this is caitlin's question but i always ask it um do you think there will ever be a drag race israel or an um israeli drag race competition in the future
2: um let me give you the tea oh oh. <laughs> oh. oh there's tea (laughs) so um it's like it's not boiling hot but it's like a simmering type of tea um lukewarm tea um so there has been um there has been touch with um the producers of drug wizard who have presents um from several many israeli um tv companies wanting to produce uh an israeli version there has been a pilot in the making for like to try and sell the idea um so far it is not happening um for many reasons that i'm not aware of i Mm -hmm. was not like a part of the pilot or anything Mm -hmm. but it's like a very known thing in the community that it happened and uh, i feel like the israeli audience is becoming more and more ready for it um i think so far the only um thing that's holding back is like the overall like international view of it because it's also like um a different language spoken here and like all the things that we're not going to talk about political issues and stuff um but i do feel like it's something that on the horizon you know um because isla drag has stepped it up so much in the past few years and i feel like there's a need to see that and bring that out to the world
0: yeah i mean if they could do drag race holland like no one speaks dutch yeah <laughs> they still did it
2: yeah or <laughs> how, how do you say the name of the language that they speak in the philippines oh um uh
0: tagalog 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 yeah Tagalog. yeah, <laughs> tagalog, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, that too like they could do I, it
2: i feel like we're going there yeah
0: We'll see what happens. I, I'm glad we got some tea. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I
1: haven't heard anything. So. <laughs> so, I mean, exclusive, I really, exclusive.
2: <laughs> I would really love to do Drag Race if it comes to Israel or if I move to the U.S. Um, but not soon. I still need more time to grow and figure myself out as an artist.
0: Makes sense. I feel like if you came to the U.S., there's never been, at least an American Drag Race, an Israeli queen yeah so I feel like that would make you unique on the show and that one would be I mean, maybe a bigger like platform I feel like mm-hmm.
2: so maybe you know
0: maybe well, you should contact well,
2: RuPaul or you have to be like
0: a resident <laughs> or whatever I remember because I know Courtney and she had like so many hurdles to jump through just to get on the show yeah so we'll see hmm. we'll see hopefully why not why not Um, Do you have any future upcoming projects to promote?
2: So in the moment, like we we chose a special time to do this because I have nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have like a few shows planned for the uh, near future, but they're not like um, talked about yet, so I cannot like promote them. There is a Halloween show uh, coming up. There's like maybe some kind of a ball thing that I might be in the hosting for um wow. but uh outside of that it's a pretty chill time I'm more focused now on working making some money and getting ready to go to university um yeah, yeah. Where, it's you, time where are you planning to go so there's this school in Israel called Shankal which is one of the 10 leading schools in the world for uh, fashion designs oh. so I really want to go there and know work on my skills and get better at it and so I'm you know sniffing around seeing what the terms of uh and conditions of uh applying there are for 2023 and we'll see hopefully it works
0: come to FIT in New York
2: (laughs) oh I really want to I just need to find out if there's like a maybe what's it called like a A student visa yeah with a student visa or like maybe um when they, when they switch like students from oh the yeah world.
0: an exchange program
2: an exchange program
0: yeah they might have it I mean I well FIT SUNY so there's like a difference between state schools and city uh, schools but yeah. CUNY has a lot I feel like a lot of international students but most colleges in America have a lot of international yeah,
1: I, so I feel that. like
0: it could totally be possible yeah that or maybe Money. Parsons you know that's an expensive school
1: girl there's not a cheap school in. uh <laughs>
0: fit is
2: cheap <laughs>
0: listen can, even if york you're out for of a state. month
2: <laughs> i've been in New york for a month and i can tell you already nothing is cheap in new no, york that's that it's true
1: only me uh <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: only you and your drag <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry i left you alone in this martier <laughs> yeah, you're good you're good
1: um So Caitlin's also other question. just continuing on. Um, What is some of the best advice you've been given in drag or about drag?
2: Um, Don't take it too seriously. I used to be very like, oh my gosh, this has to be perfect. And it has to have a message behind it. And yeah, like I love having a message behind my art and I love having it go perfectly. But it's not about that. It's about going with it putting yourself out there having fun mostly um so when you take yourself too seriously it's like you're a probably not gonna have fun b you're more likely to like fuck up and hate yourself about it um so just have fun about it don't take it too seriously and the other great tip is how to get her eyebrows that i got from alexis michelle and thank god because i have like this huge iraqi eyebrows and <laughs> i mean I need to know how to cover them.
0: How do you cover them?
2: Oh, it's lots of layers of glue. It's prosaic for like three layers, and then five more layers of glue stick.
1: I have very thin eyebrows, so I don't actually don't have to worry that much.
2: I have very thick eyebrows. (laughs) I'm so Mm -hmm. jealous. (laughs)
1: Um, I do. I can honestly, I could get away with one layer if I was really. I don't sweat that much either. That's true. I don't. I could. I could get away with one layer. Uh, I usually do three but um just you know
2: i mean it's just my iraqi jeans i have thick eyebrows i sweat a lot and mm. i'm not built for drag but does that stop me from doing it <laughs> no um uh,
1: well see the thing is i'm sure you paint on eyebrows i literally cover my eyebrows so i don't have eyebrows <laughs> at <laughs> all like i i i keep it completely bare up there so mm-hmm. well now you do now you I do. I used, you I used have
0: to have like paper eyebrows. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's the old martyr. She's dead. Um, <laughs> paper eyebrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like do you
2: glue remember? on paper?
1: Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Have you seen Dragula season one? Um, yeah. Odd, her eyebrows. Yes. I used to do that technique. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Not anymore. But, but enough <laughs> about me.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So for our last question, where do you want to take your drag in the future?
2: um so as i said i'm like i would very much love to be on tv with my drag not necessarily drag race but being able to do what other queens and kings did for me by being out there and representing the community and helping me figure out what i am what do i do and what i like i just want to do that for other little ICS or by my uh, guy named other guys which is funny because my name is Guy. Um, <laughs> other other young, young kids out there who are like being exposed to it for the first time. I, I want to be that person for them. So I would love to take my drag to the biggest stage possible and just leave a mark, you know. Know that I changed someone's view or someone's perceptions or maybe even like gave them inspiration. That's so noble and deep. We don't usually get that on this show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was completely continental. I didn't know it
0: wasn't it. <laughs> no, I love it.
1: <laughs> You're a Miss Congeniality in our hearts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um. Well, thank you so much for coming on our little show. Oh, thank you so much forever. for having me. This was so much fun. I'm, I'm glad you had fun, especially at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm so
2: glad I had fun because... At least I had fun now that my family is going to yell at me in the morning for talking.
1: <laughs> send them my way. Send them my yeah. way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Waking out, getting I'm, drag queens in trouble. With I'm, parents.
1: I'm great with parents. I'm great with parents. So <laughs> you'll be fine. Where can the kids find you on the internet?
2: So you can all find me on Instagram at icymoonherself Herself um, or in my Israeli drag appreciation <laughs> page at Israel drag or in my fashion design team page, uh, ya Studio TLV. Um, and just like a little thing, if you wanna see a little bit of my art, you can also follow Guyo Yochelman Art. Um, it's all in my like pages. You can just go over there and you'll see it.
1: Beautiful. <laughs> um, well, thank you again, babe. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Um, I loved learning so about
0: not new york <laughs>
1: yeah, me too <laughs> uh, um well i was Martyr.
0: i was c tepper
1: and this was
0: we it. Out.
1: um bye kids i hope you enjoy the next bonus episode all oh,
0: right i guess oh, so. bye, yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs>